Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring Honor Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of movie news, comic news, even some TV news as well. Today is the 102nd episode of the podcast. It's happening on March 27th, 2019. So basically, in Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down, which is the first segment of this podcast, I go over what I like about movie news, all that good stuff, do up, down, in a circle. So, um, the first thing I have here is basically news of a live-action version of Tom and Jerry. So, for folks who have been under a rock, um, haven't been, you know, seen much sun, or you under a tunnel of sorts, um, nice us reference, but if you have, um, you haven't noticed that there's a Tom and Jerry, um, t- um not a TV show, comic, comic book, no, no, TV show, yes, TV show, well, no, well, TV show. Um, basically happened from since like 1940s. So now they're actually trying to do a, a live action version of it, which I'm okay with and not okay with. There's, there's two, two separate uh, mind thoughts when I come through this whole thing. So when it comes down to it, um, Peter Dinklage is being sought after as the main villain for the movie, which I guess is fine. I, I don't know. This is one of those things where, I, I, don't, I don't need him to be the main villain when it comes down to it. When I think about Tom and Jerry um, from way back when, I think about you only need a Tom and Jerry. There's very few human characters. There's always been like the um, the mother character that was there, but she showed up every now and then. But mostly it's just, you know, Tom and Jerry, you know, all the shenanigans they went through with each other and whatnot. So depends on what the story is going to be. I just prefer this to be this Tom and Jerry. I don't, I don't need a, a secondary character to be there as the um, main protagonist, you know, or antagonist. I believe it's one of those things. Um, but I, I don't need that. I don't need that at all. And they also mentioned it's going to be a a female lead role, which could be potentially Joe, um, Zoe um, Douche, um, which I'm like, eh, or Olivia, Olivia Cook. And I'm like, ah, eh, I'm good. I, I don't need, again, I don't need a a human character to be in these Tom and Jerry movies. Like, uh, for for the most part, as I said before, Tom and Jerry is Tom and Jerry. That's all you need. Like, you could have a, a good two hour long movie and have them back and forth. Well, I guess I guess you need a little bit more buffer. But no, you can you can still make it work. Tom and Jerry is entertaining enough where you can make it where. They have a lot of action between them, between each other, and make it enjoyable. Um, but I, I, again, I guess they wanted to make a a longer length movie, and you know, try to get that kind of aspect from there. But for me, I, I'm okay with this being Tom and Jerry, just those two main characters, and going forward with it. Um, when you introduce these other characters, it reminds me too much of the Garfield movie, which that did not do well from my um, standpoint. I, I feel like that movie felt very, very cheesy. And after a while, it came to um, one of the things where it, it just took whatever you loved about Garfield and made it bad. So I feel like they're going to do the same thing with um, Tom and Jerry, how they're going to add these two human characters and try to add in some, you know, you know, um, build up tension of sorts, which you really don't need. You need to have it where all you need is that one human character that, loves, um, not really loves, um, Jerry, but will defend, will kind of not really defend Jerry as well, kind of make Tom look crazy. That's all you need. 
need a person to make Tomlin crazy, and you take it from there. It'll be hilarious, it'll be fun, have it where, you know, they play off each other quite well. It is, you could you could milk it to where it'll hold water properly. So for me, just the hearing thought of this whole thing about um, these live action movies and then adding in these two characters that's going to be human characters, I get this one a thumbs down, unfortunately. Uh, I think Peter Dinklage is an amazing um, actor, but when you come down to it, I, I don't need him to be the main villain. I need to be this angst between Tom and Jerry. I, I don't need a, a, a villain for the movie to be like, all right, Let's put Tom and Jerry against this person. This, it feels weird. It's cool to have them to go against each other, but like even like the the newer versions they have where they tag team it together, it's fine. But at the same time, I'm okay with it just starting off where you're having them both going to be against each other, and then they play off each other quite well. So for me, thumbs down for this um, news in general. So the next thing I'll hear is um, there's a unicorn trailer that came out. And it isn't bad. It's one of those things where it doesn't piss me off too much. It's it's also starred by starred and directed by Brie Larson. So she's basically Captain Marvel of the MCU. Folks have seen the movie, know that her character is that character. So um, so you have her, and you have also um Samuel Jackson. So you have them both returning for another outing. And I can be honest, in this trailer alone. She showed more charisma and more emotional depth than she did in the entire Captain Marvel movie. Period. But I digress. This is about this um, trailer itself. So for this trailer, I think it was pretty entertaining. There's quite a bit of jokes that came and landed and quite a bit of jokes that felt a little bit wooden for me. I think it might just be... At first when I thought about the Captain Marvel movie and I reviewed that one and I was very hard on her directing sorts of, you know, wooden, like, style. But now I'm seeing more and more that I feel like she's just a wooden character in general. So it, just, it makes it makes it easier for me to digest the Captain Marvelness. But going from that, um, this trailer itself, it looks very, very wacky, very, very crazy. Um, Samuel Jackson's doing his best impersonation of the character he played in, um, in Kingsman. So it's kind of cool to see that, plus a little bit of, um, I feel like he's a, a amalgam of characters, like the Kingsman character, the Glass character, I feel like it's a, a, a lot of characters mashed into one. So it looks like um, Samuel Jackson having quite a bit of fun with this role, which, if he's having fun, it's going to be a fun, fun movie. So, the scene this trail alone, it just seems like it's like a, a um, let's see, how do I describe this? I guess you could say Rewind meets um the hitchhiker's guide to universe i guess to galaxy or was it like galaxy one of those movies one of those titles but it feels like a mix between those both those movies and it feels like you know um brie larson's gonna get sold a unicorn and hopefully it's not like a real unicorn hopefully it's something else hopefully, hopefully you know um samuel jackson was a alien of sorts and he's gonna make it where She's going to become a better human being in the end. But it looks very, very cool. It looks pretty fun. I, I didn't mind this at all. So for that reason alone, I'm going to give this one a, a three quarters up. Um, I would have gave it a middle. But it had quite a bit of funny points into it. And it made me laugh. So uh, I'm okay with that. And th- this one, if if she's at least half as funny as she is in the trailer, then I should be able to enjoy this movie in general.
So next trail I have here is one that's very, very close to my heart. Man, this guy has done a lot of great things, and these movies have definitely reinvigorated his career um, for the last past couple years. So John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. So Trailer 2 came out, and boy, oh boy, this trailer is even better than the first trailer to put out. I didn't think it was to be possible to be able to ramp it up a little bit more without giving too much of the story away. And they've done it. They have successfully done it. They've ramped it up a little bit more. Um, you see more of the the villains that pop up in the movie, which I think they should have done for sure. So it is everything they're supposed to do. They're supposed to do they're supposed to go into the story a little bit more and they're supposed to introduce a little bit more of what's gonna go against John Wick and what comes down to it. And I was actually mentioned this on Facebook um, to a couple of friends of mine. And I was like, I'm okay with John Wick dying in this movie just because everybody's against him. It's to the point where it's like, all right, how long can he survive out there without the help of the Continental too much? Like, he's going to help here and there quite a little bit. Um, I know Winston was helping him out quite quite a bit and giving him guns. But how long do you think he's going to survive out there without, you know, shelter or whatever have you? I feel that if he dies on this one, I'll be fine. I actually mentioned the same thing I mentioned on Facebook. I mentioned that if he passes away from his injuries while watching the video of his wife, I'll be okay with it. They've done it in part one, and it'd be a nice callback to that as well. So I'll be okay with him failing to survive this whole movie and like dying like towards the last couple of minutes. I'm okay with that, just because, you know, it's quite a bit of people... And they're really gunning for him. I'm not sure how he's going to get out of this one. I don't think there's going to be any kind of way for him to survive it. Just because, you know, his chip that he had in the first two movies is no longer there. It's no longer, you know, no longer helping him at all. So I'm okay with it. But this trailer, action point, point for point, just looks amazing. Just fighting, fighting, shooting, shooting. It's just just what... it's known for, and it definitely doubles down as much as possible on it. So it looks very, very good. Um, Lawrence Fishburne is back in the trailer as well. So I kind of want to see what he, he plays in a role in this whole movie. I want to see what he does in this one as well. I want to see um, the two main villains I've seen so far. I want to see how strong they are. If they're pretty strong, I'll be super happy. And I feel like they are. But I feel like also that when the villains capture John Wick, they don't actually do what they're supposed to do, which is, like, finish them off. They just waste their time. And then John Wick, you normally, you know, um, makes them pay for that. So it'd be kind of cool to see what's going to happen after he gets out this whole um, scenario. So for me, I give this trailer a thumbs all the way up. I was super excited with smile from ear to ear, and I can't wait to see this on May 17th. Next trailer here is um, Angry Birds 2. Um, so this one came out, and I can be honest, I liked it more than I liked the first one. The first trailer, I wasn't really digging or feeling at all, and then when this one came out, I was like, alright, let's see what it is. I'm not really sure if I want to see it, but then after seeing a few few moments of it, it was actually pretty entertaining. Um, the Everyone came back from the original, and all the voices sound amazing, and every plot point that they put down so far... Let's me know that, all right, potentially this could be a very, very good movie for a second um, coming of it. 
Um, the basic part of it is where um, the uh, next island is basically fighting the first island and trying to get rid of the pigs all together and doesn't care about, you know, a casualties of sorts. So it's kind of cool to see that happen and what they're going to do to counteract that. So, you know, enemies basically becomes friends. Well, not really friends, more frenemies than anything, you know. They they join together for this one one outing just to make sure that, all right, everyone has to survive this whole night, whatever have you. So it looks very, very cool. I really do enjoy when they they double down on things. And I'm going to say double down quite often tonight. As long as you double down, especially when you go to a sequel, you got to double down and make sure that you either go, you know, paint the wall red or just back down completely. And I'd rather you paint the wall red than anything. So this one, it does it. It it brings up new characters, which I'm okay with, as long as you don't have a, a ton of new characters. I invite, like, one or two of them. So, so far, they've, they had, like, one to two new characters, which I feel will be the nice balance. So you uh, introduce these new characters and then also spend time on your older characters and bring them into the world and make sure that they're still funny and they still hit their jokes um, from time to time. And from what I've seen, this whole trailer, it looks like all the jokes look like they should be funny. There might be a couple gags that might be a little stale, but, you know, for a a game to go to this kind of animation level and to keep its value, it's very, very hard to do. So I can honestly say I, I didn't mind this trailer, and it did entertain me to enough to where... I did laugh like once or twice. So that alone, I give this trailer a thumbs middle. Um, just because I wasn't too sold, but at the same time, I wasn't, you know, disappointed when I saw it. It, it really entertained me a little bit. So uh, I give it a thumbs middle. The next trailer I have here is um, Toy Story 4. So back when the first trailer came out for this whole thing, I wasn't too stoked. I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was... It looked like it could be good, but at the same time, and eh, the spork thing really didn't really um, speak to me at all. So when the the first like major trailer came out, um, I, I was like, "All right, let's see what they gotta do." And from seeing what they was trying to accomplish, I was like, "All right, I could do this. Like I can, I can handle this." So now to have an international trailer, a trailer for UK. And this trailer has a little bit more scenes than the regular, reg- oh, sorry, the regular trailer had, which I'm actually digging. I kind of wish they'd put this one out rather than the, the other trailer I saw, because this one has quite a bit of backstory. It kind of shows you what's going to happen with these characters and why they need to go on another adventure of sorts. So it's kind of cool to see what's going to happen with um, the original cast. And then this new member, which is the Spork character, which he's having a lot of doubts. And it's kind of funny. And he seems like one of the, the Debbie Downer characters. But at the same time, in these animation um, with Pixar, some of the Debbie Downer characters are actually pretty funny. Um, so I, I kind of want to see it. I really do. It does quite a bit of jokes. Um, Key and Peele, definitely those characters look hilarious and they sound funny. It just, as long as you keep it where they're in a little bit more, then I'm fine. They they did exactly what I mentioned back when I talked about the um, Angry Birds 2 trailer, where you're introducing new characters, but not too many new characters. 
So you have this, the same number where it's like two to three. Well, I said one to two before. Um, two to three, which is fine. And as long as you don't introduce way too many characters, then you're good to go. So this one, the same thing I mentioned before. Um, the funny characters, make sure they hit their jokes. And it looks like they did. From start to finish, I couldn't help but laugh. I couldn't help but smile. It, it made me really um, bring back... It really bring back memories of other Toy Story movies. And I, I really do enjoy that. So seeing that Toy Story 4, the international trailer, is actually trying to you know, double down. As Again, as I mentioned, I'm going to say double down quite a bit. So double down basically on their funniness, their heart. I can't wait to see this one as well. It's, it's quite a bit of good trailers that came out this past week. And this one doesn't disappoint whatsoever. It definitely brings the funniness. It definitely brings um, the character. It, it definitely, you know, speaks to me quite a bit. So this one, I give the thumbs up. All right. So um, the next trailer here is The Perfect Date. This actually is a movie that's coming from Netflix. So this one looks looks very cool, to be honest. Um, when I saw the, the first poster for it, I wasn't too interested in it. Because when I thought about it, I was like, ah, eh, this looks kind of whack and corny. I, I'm not sure. And then the trailer came out. And boy, was I not exactly correct. When I saw the trailer, I, I was actually entertained, to be honest. Uh, it had quite a bit of laughs. I've never seen this concept before of a person being like the um, I'll be your date kind of thing. I think there has been like at least one other movie like this, but it's never been done quite often. So I think that, that's what's going for it. For this movie, it just, the, the, the main character is just playing the role. And you can kind of see where he's going to fall in love with the girl that he first originally had to date with and how they're... They're kind of total opposites of sorts. You know how it is when opposites attracts and whatnot. So it looks kind of cool. It it definitely plays to the um, the fast date kind of thing and kind of vibe. And his character feels like he's just a, a shallow character at first, but then there's some kind of character development where he finds out that okay, all the things he really wants to have in you know in life is not what you should be having. Um, you should have something else that's, you know, substantial, that's actually going to make your life better. So I think they showed that quite well in this whole trailer. And they even gave a little montage of him going on all these other dates and whatnot. So it's kind of cool to see what Netflix was actually bringing to the table. And this trailer stuff, it did what it's supposed to do. It made you, it made you want to see what's in store for this whole movie. And it draws you in. So... And it doesn't really give away too much of the story, which you kind of tell what the, where the story is going to go because it's not really a concept that's too foreign. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, you can tell that from point A to point B, he's going to grow. He's going to have all these dates. He's going to fall in love with this other character. And they might even get together. Who knows? But it looks like it's going to be quite fun. And I can't wait to see this on Netflix. I really can't. So I give this one a thumbs up. Um... Which leads me to, <laughs> oh man, this movie, whew. when I first heard about this movie, it made me fearful just because I have a disdain for this whole franchise in general. Um, this this person, it's just, man, I'm just going to spit it out. So Dora the Explorer has a live action movie that's coming out. 
And boy, oh boy, does it look bad. The trailer looks horrible. You can tell from Jump that's a Nickelodeon movie. It, it is the feel and vibe of it. Man, it looks it looks very low budget. It looks like if you think about it, it looks like um that um Spy Kids. It's a four. I think it's Spy Kids four. The the three no three 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 D yeah three D one. So the three D one and actually four too. I think four was kind of the same way. So the Spy Kids three D and then Spy Kids four. How those two looked horrible. And they looked super cheesy. And this, it felt like the wrong move they made from day one. So it feels like they've gone back to that kind of trope. Where your movie looks very, very horrible. It, it looks very, very bad. And now Dora has parents. I, I watched Dora the Explorer. And I've never once seen her with any kind of parental kind of person. So the fact that she has two parents. And they're quite funny. Ah. I don't know. Michael Pena is hilarious, and I felt like him being introduced in this whole movie—it's a waste. Don't don't put him in here. Come on, because Dora the Explorer is known for not having any parents and being by herself, and with this whole monkey. It in in concept of a cartoon, yes. Live action, man, it's gonna be very bad. I, I feel like I, I feel like. Anyone who loves Dora Explorer is going to hate this movie anyway. So, I'm not a fan. So, I'm like, eh, it's going to be bad. And then the trailer, you know, backs up my thought about it. it just, from start to finish, I kind of wanted to turn the trailer off. And it's like, it, no no funny points, no areas where I was like, all right, this is redeemable. No, not at all. It, just, it felt like a movie that I would fall asleep in and also want my money back. So, yeah. A thumbs down all the way. If I go like down four thousand feet, I would. It'd be like, yo, thumbs all the way down that far. But yeah, it looks bad. It really looks bad. And I kinda of feel like I wasted my time watching the trailer. That's how bad it was. So yeah, it's not good at all. So the next section I have here is come to theaters. So every week there's at least, you know, one to two to four or even five movies that come out in theaters, and I rank them from our past to interested. So I have two movies here that came out this past... Well, came out. It was coming out this coming week. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. First movie is Hotel Mumbai. And then also Dumbo. So, um, Disney's going the live-action route for majority of his movies. Like, old-time movies. So, Dumbo is coming out this coming weekend. Um, and I gave it a semi-pass. Um, I saw the trailers. And this is based on the trailers alone. Not for me watching a movie. I haven't watched any of these movies yet. Um, but from the trailers alone, I'll give it a, a semi-pass. Just because it, it, it feels like it can be good. But at the same time, it feels like it could be just a generic kind of story. And doesn't really hit you in the heart you know, at all. So for me, it's, I'm not really sure. And actually thinking about the original movie. It, it does so much non-flying Dumbo. That... I feel like this one's going to be too much flying Dumbo and it's going to be real, real stale, real fast. And it's going to make the point where I'm not going to want to watch the whole thing. It feels like they potentially could have been buying off more than they could chew. But for the fact that Tim Burton, Tim Burton is actually directing this, I have some kind of hope in it, but at the same time, I'm not really sure. It's, it's one of those things where it's a, it's a tough sell for me. So that alone is reason why I'll say semi-pass. 
and um, Hotel Mumbai. So when I saw this um, trailer that came up, it made me think of um, the Owen Wilson movie. I think I mentioned this before. It feels like Deja Vu a little bit. Um, it reminds me of the Owen Wilson movie called No Escape. So as Owen Wilson and, and Pierce Bronson. So that movie feels the same as this one, Hotel Mumbai. But all you do is replace um, those two characters with Dev Patel and Army Hammer. So it feels the same. It really does. It just, when I saw this trailer, I was like, oh, this feels very generic. It felt like um, just like Owen Wilson should have been in the movie anyway. It should have been like a part two. Like, oh, he goes from this other country to this other country and it happens again. Actually, that would have been a better version of it, to be honest. Um, if you had it where Owen Wilson makes a cameo or even, you know, he's surprised he's the main star, that would be good. Because it will be like, all right, it followed you from that location over here. But for a, a, a trailer itself, I wasn't too exactly pleased with it. I thought it was okay. But after seeing No Escape, it's like, all right, you're coming out with the same kind of movie. It feels like the same kind of plot points for the, for, for the most part. And with um, Owen Wilson, it was surprising because you don't see him in too many action roles. He's in a few, but not as many. Um, Army Hammer, I can rarely see you being too scared. So it just, it feels like it'll be kind of wasteful. So I, I don't know. For me, I give it a semi-pass. So this is the end of the episode. You can find other episodes of the Bring On The Reviews podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and Tumblr at Bring On Reviews. And also on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. No the in that one. Use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments you might have, some personal reviews, and suggestions you might ask, have as well. Um, you can visit our website, which is bringonreviews.com, for any movie reviews and this podcast you actually listen to. Um, you can also email us at um, info at bringonreviews.com for any questions, inquiries you might have. Thinking about reviewing a movie, love watching TV shows, then you should definitely join a team. Um, email me there and with the subject line of I want to join the review team, and I'll let you know. Also, you can find me on all social media at Dwight Antc. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can email me also at dc at bringonreviews.com. And we'll catch you reviewers next time.